Blog Talk Radio. Oye, Tony, avanza, son siete, no son nueve. Tira, tira, te capicó lo que viene. Oye, mi gente, this is the Urban Hívaro, and you're tuned in to Radio Capicú, the first Latino talk show on the internet, on Block Talk Radio. Hello, are we on the air, George? Yes, we are. Awesome. Welcome. Yes, everyone. Welcome to Capicu Radio. This is your guest host, Rebecca Hitana Torres. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited to be here on Radio Capicu, here with George Torres. I want to thank you, George, for inviting me to share knowledge and inspiration with everyone. Absolutely. I'm glad to have you here. Yes. Today's topic is a very exciting topic for me and for our community. Our focus today will be championing Latina trailblazers. Woo! I love it. Just saying that gets me excited. Does that get you excited, George? Absolutely. That's why I got you here. I got you here because you keep me <laughs> excited all the time. And it's been an exciting week, it. too. It's been a very exciting week. Uh, let's keep it real. It has I mean, been. We um we're we're coming like really hot off the uh, off the road um, from a bunch of traveling, um, but most importantly, yesterday we had a very big uh, win for our community when uh, we hosted an event at Google um, with Black Girls Code and a, a new organization that we're affiliated with, Latino Startup Alliance, to help Latinas how to code. So, what did you think about mm. the event yesterday, Rebecca? Oh, my goodness. Every time I think about it, I get chills. It was amazing. We had a huge room full of young black and brown girls learning how to create and learning how to create in the realm of technology. And they were able to – these girls had so many ideas. They were creating apps, voting on the best ideas that, that they felt people would love, and it was amazing. It was. It absolutely was. And if you didn't so, catch yeah, me, we're on, here. we were mm-hmm. on Channel 7 last night. We were on New York 1. So that's all really good stuff. I'm really excited Very. about where that project is heading. So before we get started, I just wanted a couple of quick housekeeping items. Uh, first yeah. of all, we do have an open chat room. And for you to better connect Love with it. the show, you could join Blog Talk Radio and get your own profile. So that way your cool nickname or uh, AKA will be in the window and we'll know who we're talking to. So we try not to have too many ghost people hanging out in the chat room. Uh, you could also connect with us on Twitter, at Culture. Um, that's our Capicu official Twitter hashtag type of thing. So if anything that happened, anything you want to let us know about, hashtag it, Culture, or just hit us up directly on DM or on the message, just at us on Twitter. Um, and also, if you have any ideas for the show, RadioCapicu at gmail.com is the way to connect. And, uh, you know, I, I, I guess this is the type of show that I have to turn over, so I, I have to give Rebecca the, uh, the com- complete control of the show. So I'm going to hang out in the cut. I'll be playing some music. If you have, it, if you have any requests of any emp- women empowerment songs you want to hear tonight, make sure you hit us up uh, on Twitter and let us know what songs you want to hear, and we'll, we'll get them in for you. So, I Rebecca, it's all, it. it's all yours. I give you my baby. I love Go it. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it, huh? Yes, thank you so much for being in this wonderful space and all of you out there. Please 
hit us up on Twitter. And like George said, we really love to hear from you. He's going to be in there letting you know what you guys are talking about. And, um, yeah, this is, you know, this is our show. This is our space to talk. So as I was saying earlier, today our focus is going to be all about championing Latina trailblazers. And when we think about that, what does that mean, right? Championing Latina trailblazers. This is really, this is the act, this is the energy of promoting, of pushing, and of developing Latinas who can not only lead but blaze new trails, right? We're at a time right now where we want to be able to be strong leaders, but we also want to say, you know what? I know that there's a trail out there for me to bring wide open to everyone else. So everybody has a unique path, and I think this show is really going to bring inspiration for all of us to blaze new trails, new frontiers, and make a difference. So on today's show, we're going to have two Latina trailblazers that are representing uh, NHLI, the National Ifana Leadership Institute, and their names are Anne Marquez and America Baez, and we're going to learn a little bit more about them later on in the show. Um, today, we are all together going to discover what is NHLI, right? I don't know how many of us out there are familiar, and why is the National Ifana Leadership Institute so powerful, and in essence, how we can all become greater and more powerful leaders, even if we're not attending. You know, just because we're not going to be there doesn't mean that we can't get some juicy nuggets of knowledge today. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to discover all of that and so much more. And, um, and yeah, oh, also, George, let's talk about this one. We're going out this week to Dallas for the National Ifana Leadership Institute, and we're going to be bringing some live coverage so even if you're not going to be there, be in tune with us on Twitter. Be in tune with us all week long. Um, you're going to get some good stuff live as it happens with us. So stay with us, mi gente. Call your sister. Call your girlfriend. Call your daughter. And let's make this next hour count. Got lots of good stuff. And we will be right back after these musical messages.
Yes, welcome back to Copy Cool Radio. This is Rebecca Hitana, and we are about to delve into our topic, championing Latina trailblazers. As I mentioned earlier, we have two very special guests representing NHLI, the National Hispana Leadership Institute. Let's welcome Anne and America to the show. Hi, ladies. Hi. Good Hi, evening. We're happy to be here. Yes, so happy to have you here. We've got the cheers happening from the background. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, always. we have Anne. Yes? No, I was going to say, it's always nice to be applauded when you first get into something. <laughs> yeah, I love it. We've got the cheers and the webcast coming from the background. Great. So, yes, I would love to introduce you, ladies. We have Anne Marquez. She's known for her authentic leadership style and relationship-building skills and her commitment to quality service delivery. Anne Marquez has joined the National Ipana Leadership Institute as its president, tapping a nonprofit management career spanning 15 years. And you've done a lot of work out there, Anne, right? Creating uh, positive relationships between corporations, people, and um, doing lots of great things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been really blessed to be able to build a career where um, I get to build community and bring in partners from all aspects of of the world in general. Um, you know, we've got corporate partners, we've got the service community, the people that we're serving, whether it's young people in middle school and high school when I was with Hospita um, and developing their leadership and their educational achievement or working with the women that are a part of the National Hispanic Leadership Institute. Um, all of them who've come through the executive leadership program are just dynamic women. Many of them are pioneers, um, the first Latinas to lead industry. Um, we have several elected officials and women who have gone on to serve in, in the public sector, uh, including U.S. Ambassador Carmen Romelin, who is the permanent representative uh, to the LAS, the Organization for American States, which uh, basically addresses all kinds of inter-America relations. Uh, very, very happy to have her part of our, part of our alumni base. Um, the award-winning author, Esmeralda Santiago, was part of our first class. Um, wow. And Nelly Galan, who's well known out there, um, you know, and I'm happy to be joined with one of our Chicago-based alumna, uh, America Bias, who also is yes. a graduate of our executive leadership program. And I know you're going to introduce her, so I don't want to steal that thunder, but uh -huh. I just am very blessed to be able to work for an organization where I get to develop ethical Latina leaders. I don't think there's a better time to be a Latina in the U.S. than right now. So. Yes. Um, I, I have Thank a huge you. charge, but um, very, very blessed and, and happy to be able to lead the organization and work with the women who have come through the program and serve the women who are going to come through the program in the future. Fantastic. That gives me chills. So exciting. I love that word, pioneers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pioneers, <laughs> yes. So, yes, let's welcome America Bias to the show. America is a recognized leader in multicultural talent acquisition, human resources, and project management. She has enhanced the diversity footprint for several Fortune 500 leading organizations, and she is also an alum of the program of the Institute. And welcome, America. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm excited to, to be here, and we really appreciate uh, your support to our organization and especially the conference coming up in Dallas. Yeah. Absolutely. And tell me a little bit about what has fueled your passion behind what you do. 
Yes. Um, well, I focus on talent acquisition and human resources uh, projects for, and I work for a number of uh, Fortune 100 companies. And what I love about it is that I've had the opportunity to also um, give back to the Hispanic community through my involvement with different organizations like NHLI and others. And oh. so through my human resources and talent acquisition corporate roles, I, um, I've also bridged the connection with the Hispanic uh, population looking to develop their careers and, and continue to advance to higher levels. So um, I ha I've been able to do that for those organizations, and especially here with NHLI, um, we're also trying to connect with high-level corporate executives, and we have a number of them attending the conference in Dallas, so we are very exciting. Yes, that is very exciting. We are very excited. I love that. Yes. Yes, yes, I love that. Bridging the gap, making those connections, that's definitely important. Right. Yes. So, ladies, let's talk a little bit about, and I keep, oh, my goodness, excuse me, the National Hispanic Leadership Institute, NHLI. That is a mouthful because you know what? There's so much behind it. There's so much energy and power behind it. Can you ladies share a little bit about the organization with us sure. and how maybe um, it started? Mm -hmm. Sure. We were founded in 1987. Um, it was part of a CORS initiative, actually. And oh. at the time, you know, it was there was a need clearly to start looking at the Latino community uh, from a corporate perspective in terms of market share and other things. But the challenge was that for some of these cor some corporations, they were forgetting the role or or not acknowledging maybe is a better way to put it, the role that women play in making decisions, um, whether it be purchasing decisions or you know, in the workforce in terms of developing careers and wanting to go to school. And so NHLI, the National Hispanic Leadership Institute, was created to not only help women develop their leadership skills, but ensure that the leadership training and development that we were giving the women of our community was focused on ethics, uh, the importance oh. of ethical leadership. Because whether you're working in government, nonprofit, or corporations in business, you know, as a leader, you're constantly bombarded with opportunities where you can make decisions and you're expected to make decisions. I think the interesting thing is, you know, what type of decisions you make and, and how you assess a situation and how you can do something that might be the right decision but might not necessarily be the popular choice at that time. Or, you know, how do you challenge a system that maybe is design, wasn't designed with you in mind, right? Mm. Um, how do you... How do you leverage um, authority and, and wield authority uh, in an appropriate yes. manner and keep yes. building that community and, and allowing the door that you opened to continue to be open for women and others to come? So um, our mission, again, is to develop ethical Latina leaders uh, through training, professional development, relationship building, and community activism. And uh, we run basically two core programs. Um, our, the program that we are the most well-known for and that we were created to do is our executive leadership program. And as I mentioned, um, it's a highly competitive national program. Um, there's one class a year, and we bring the best Latina leaders who are already doing pretty dynamic, wonderful things in their careers 
in governments, um, state, local, and federal government roles, uh, leading nonprofit organizations, as well as women like America who are leaders in the world of business and corporate America. And we bring them together for four weeks of training over nine months. Um, and during those four weeks, these women are taken to Harvard University. They spend a week getting um, living in the world of northeastern academia at one of the elite oh. colleges of the com- in the country. Uh, another week they spend with the Center for Creative Leadership, which is another dynamic leadership training opportunity. Um, pretty much any... Any individual who is going to be eyed for C-suite level positions uh, has gone through some level of training with with the Center for Creative Leadership. So we're talking about top-notch leadership training. Uh, We spent a week in California uh, at a retreat venue for the women to get a chance to really do some personal development work as well. Um, And the last week we spend in Washington, D.C. It's our culminating week, and we allow the women to bring everything they've learned up to that point together and basically expose them and give them visibility and exposure to decision makers, policy makers, influencers in Washington, D.C., including their elected congressional uh, representatives, so that they can lobby on behalf of the issues that are important to them. Um, Wow. And to add? Go ahead, Amanda. Yes. To add to that, um, well, I was fortunate to be accepted into the program back in uh, 2011, mm-hmm. and I can tell you it was a wonderful experience. Uh, not only that I had the opportunity to meet other accomplished women from across the country and establish a, a network and a connection and a sisterhood or be, become part of a sisterhood nationwide, yeah. uh, um, but through through the attending those um, specific leadership programs that I mentioned, specifically the Center for Creative Leadership, which I did in Portugal, it was really a transformational experience. Um, the program was, was excellent, and uh, most of my classmates classmates were from uh, all over Europe, which only made it more enriching, uh, learning about their cultures and in business environments in other countries. So it was a really transformational experience and that I recommend to anyone. And this is the value that in Nature Life brings to the Hispanic community, but specifically the Hispanic women. Yeah. And we hope that more women get get involved in our programs. Absolutely. So for someone who's listening right now who's hearing, you know, Center for Creative Leadership, they're hearing to, you know, develop and, and ensure that we have these ethical Latina leaders. How can somebody um, get involved with the program or how can somebody become eligible to attend? Well, for the Executive Leadership Program, um, there, is, there, is, there are some criteria you have to meet before you can apply for the program. It's designed for women who are um, in the upper levels of, of management kind of already. Uh, so yeah. there's an age requirement of, of at least 35 years old, uh, 10 years of industry experience. Um, and again, the industry experience can be in government and public sector, it can be in the nonprofit world, or it can be in business. Um, mm-hmm. And that includes small business owners, entrepreneurs, as well as women who are working in corporate America. Um, there is an application process. We're actually working on the timeline for the next 
cycle of ELP, so I do not have those dates confirmed yet. Uh, but um, we do promote when the application is uh, process is open through our social man media channels as well as uh, on our website. And the website for NHLI is www.nhli.org. And our social media links we can, I will share. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com backslash National Hispano Leadership Institute. Twitter, at NHLI and Instagram at NHLI Mujeres. Um, and periodically I encourage everyone to um, check in. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter through our website. Again, that's www.nhli.org. Um, another great opportunity to get to know the organization is to attend our National Executive Leadership Conference. And um, this year's conference is going to be taking place in Dallas. Uh, later this coming week, actually, uh, just roughly a week away. It's uh, September 14th and 15th. And that's a great opportunity to expose yourself to the NHLI uh, alumni who are in attendance, the leadership of the organization, as well as benefit from some of the training and the soft skill development um, workshops as well as the community building and social justice workshops that we offer. It's almost like a microcosm of the training that we do uh, in a one-day to two-day uh, bite-sized portion so that people can really figure out whether or not this program is, is for them. Um, additionally, we do run one other program for college undergrads, and that is our Latinas Learning to Lead program. We currently have two cycles running for that every year, one in the summer, um, which we just held, and we'll have another one in January. And that's a one-week program in Washington, D.C. It, it brings the best of the first and four weeks of our executive leadership programming together, so our policy week in D.C. and our week in California. And um, the undergrads get a great chance to, again, bond with each other. America made a great point about the sisterhood that's developed. You do build very close bonds with the women in your class. Um, and in some ways, it's, it's access to a network you might not otherwise be a part of. Um, yeah. So I think you know, periodically my, my suggestion is to go to the NHLI website, definitely, and sign up for the e-newsletter because you'll get monthly updates from us, and that will definitely tell you when the application processes are opening for either of our programs, any upcoming news on webinars that we're offering, um, as well as opportunities to get to know our alumni. Uh, we have a section that's titled Alumni on the Move. So every time women like America make some kind of major move in their career, uh, you know, there's a family announcement, uh, they've gotten recognition, a recognition award, that's also announced and shared there as well. Um, and as I said, we're talking about women who are trailblazers. Uh, yes. And just an incredible network of women uh, to be a part of. And pretty much if you are a Latina and, and want to develop your own personal and professional skills, we are a good group to start talking to. Um, I think NHLI comes into your life when it's supposed to. At least that's mm -hmm. what a lot of the alumni have told me. And I know for me, I knew about NHLI for years. Um, never applied for the program, to be honest with you. I was one of those women who thought, no, I'm, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. So I really think that the powers that be don't make mistakes. So I jokingly tell the alumni, that, um, you know, I didn't listen the first time NHLI came into my life when I was supposed to be an alumna. 
So the powers that be have decided, okay, now you're going to go back and work for them. So, uh, <laughs> and it's definitely a part of life. Uh, and it's a great organization. And I would recommend any woman who is looking to develop herself as an ethical leader to consider applying for the program when the timing is right, as an undergrad or as an executive. I think this is so exciting just to be aware that this is happening and that we are gathering and sharing knowledge and information and, yes, developing that sisterhood. I love it. So I would love for each of you ladies to tell me, and America, tell me what, why does NHLI personally get you excited? Like your little girl leader you, what, what gets you excited about it? Well, to me, it's to get to see a lot of my uh, classmates and, and sisters at the national conference. Uh, this is something that I look forward to every year because we all live, you know, in different states. So this is uh, an opportunity for us to get together and catch up and and continue to be in touch. And in addition to that, we get to meet other uh, hermanas. Yeah. Um, from different from different uh, classes and also um, you know from nonprofit or um, the government uh, with bo- bo- government background. Um, so to me, it really is about expanding the network and getting to see my my hermanas. I love it. And Anne, how about you? Well, if you can't tell, I, I just I have the best job in the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love I think, it. <laughs> I think the women themselves are what get me the most excited. Uh, every every alumna I've met, whether it's one of our undergrads or someone who came through our all-in program, which we used to run for middle managers and nonprofits, or our executive leadership program, Women Like America, they each have such unique stories. And, yes. again, um, that's what gets me motivated. That's what gets me excited. I really do think that the opportunity for Latinas in the U.S., there's there's more opportunities. In a lot of ways, there's more opportunities than there have ever been, but there's also a lot of challenges that continue to linger. Uh, and we really have an opportunity, and this is what gets me so excited about the work that we do, we have an opportunity to, to change the world and the systems and the way everything operates. Um, mm. you know, we're infiltrating. Exactly. Right? You, and we're, you infiltrate through leadership. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we're, we're letting people know that, you know what, L- leadership doesn't have to look the same way it's looked for the last 50 years, right? Absolutely. There's a new way of thinking. There's a different way of doing things. We're trailblazing, and, and if there isn't a path, we're making one, you know, I and I it. think that's what gets me so excited, watching these women and just knowing that this legacy of leadership exists. Um, Yes, and also and providing the, those opportunities for younger Latinas yep. to, mm-hmm. to learn about different programs, to learn about uh, leadership, about giving back to the community, about mm-hmm. the different opportunities out there, whether they want to go uh, into the corporate world or government. So we have resources for them at the conference and throughout the year with the various programs that we have. Absolutely. 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 I love it. Yes. So, ladies, this is so amazing, so inspiring. I'm over here getting very, very excited because, you know, in the past, the idea of Latinas in leadership 
besides maybe in our homes and our communities, it wasn't really out there like that. And I think that now we're developing a whole new young generation. These young girls, Latinas, are being born into a world where, yes, there are Latina leaders. Yes, there are Latina trailblazers. And we're gathering, and there's many of us. And I think that that's right. really, really powerful. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, yes, ladies, when we come back, we're going to uh, talk a little bit more. We're going to gain some knowledge that all of us can use to blaze trails and to develop leaders within ourselves and with others. So, yes, George, let's go out to a song, and we will be back. I think Thank this you, song Rebecca. Is, I think this song is very appropriate, okay? I love it.
Yes, welcome back to Sapiku Radio. This is Rebecca Hitana Torres, and I am here with Anne Marquez and America Baez of the National Ipana Leadership Institute. And for those of you who are just tuning in, we are talking about championing Latina trailblazers. We're talking about leadership. We're talking about coming together and changing the world. Right, ladies? Absolutely. Yes. So tell me, ladies, what do you think? We're using this word trailblazer. What do you think the world the word trailblazer means and what makes a trailblazer? Um, well, I'll start off. This is Anne. You know, for me, okay. I think of a trailblazer who is someone who again is a pioneer. It's the the first um the first woman to to go in a direction that hasn't been tried before. And and maybe it hasn't been tried by a woman or maybe it hasn't been tried by a Latina. Um, but definitely, you know, a risk taker, calculated risk, um, smart, you know, confident, um, knows what she wants to get out of that experience, where she's heading, uh, may not necessarily have every step along the way planned out, but has enough of a framework um, that is just willing to do it and go kind of go alone a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and just knows that she's doing things for the right reason and it's well thought out and it's planned and and again you know it's calculated risk so there's been some thought around you know what happens if it doesn't pan out exactly the same way but there's just this this fearlessness and this this is where we need to go this is what we need to do Uh, and so for me that's a trailblazer yes and uh, America tell me what you think makes a trailblazer yes um, well I also uh, wanted to add to Anne's um, comments. I think that yes. a lot of women and a lot of Hispanic women are trailblazers. Um, it, it could be in their personal lives or professional lives. Um, a lot of them are already um, very actively doing new things, exciting things, different things, although sometimes we fail to recognize that. So yeah. um, one of the uh, things that I love about NHLI programs is that it gives us the tools to get more you know, personal insight and recognize those characteristics and leadership uh, abilities that we already have, but it's a matter of recognizing them and leveraging them in our personal and professional lives. Uh, when I went to the program, and, and now I, I'm in touch with my hermanas, and we talk about different things and issues uh, going on or with families at work um, or aspirations, um, I see that um, in, in, in some of us that we want to continue advancing, we want to continue to give back, also to always uh, take care of our families. Uh, so a lot of us are doing great things already. It's, it's a matter of, again, recognizing it and leveraging it and, and learning to, to develop those skills and yes. apply them in the workplace and with our families. Yeah, I think those are two very important points, the recognizing, like, I'm already doing it. I'm already a leader, mm-hmm. whether it's you know, in my, my small, you know, circle 
and then also just recognizing that we can gain tools to develop and to do it even on a bigger scale. I love that. Right. So, yeah. So tell me, ladies, because I'm sure there's there's people listening right now, there's women listening, and they're maybe thinking to themselves, wow, I, I, all right, I am a leader. I lead my family or I lead um, the people at work or maybe in my church. Um, how can someone who maybe is just starting to see that for themselves, how can they begin to really start seeing themselves as a leader? Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, and, part of, you know, self-awareness is clearly a part of it. So really looking at what you're doing and recognizing that um, you're already leading in a lot of areas, you know, I, I think is important. And also taking some time to do some introspection and figuring out, okay, if I want to go to the next level of whatever that is, um, you know, if I want to if I want to be better at whatever I'm doing, you know, what are some of the skills that maybe I don't have? Um, you know, and then I, I think it's important to recognize and know about organizations like NHLI, the National Responder Leadership Institute, that they exist and that they're out there, and their purpose is to help Latinas get to that next level of leadership. Um, because you can start to gain some exposure by meeting the alumni. Um, you know, talking with other women who have, you know, taken, whose lives have taken a similar path to yours. Um, You know, understanding that, okay, you know what, you may not see yourself as a leader right now because maybe you never, you never finished college, right? But there's so many opportunities to go back to college, right? And there's so many resources that are available now that maybe weren't available a few years ago. But what happens is there's so many best kept secrets out there. And, you know, another reason why I'm so excited for this show tonight is because NHLI is really well known to the people who've come through the program and to our partners, our sponsor firms, but it's not as well known, I think, um, as I would like to see it. I'd like every Latina in the country to know NHLI and to at least yeah. consider NHLI as a resource or a program for for them. Um, so I think it's it's two things. I think one is self-awareness. We are our worst enemy, right? Uh, if we can do something, you know, to to really start looking at ourselves as leaders from the beginning, uh, that is the first step. Then doing kind of an internal audit on what your skill sets are and where you may need some development. And then also, you know, reaching out to organizations, HOI, attending the conference if you can attend, um, and getting to know more women who can help you and be, provide that network, that sisterhood, that access, um, and really building a network of leaders because leaders want to be around other leaders. And that's, mm-hmm. for me, what it comes down to, too. And NHLI yeah. allows that for the women, for Latinas throughout the country. Yeah, I love yes, that. And know many of the are, programs uh, out there are free. So for any young Latina that might have limited resources, um, they can look up NHLI and other organizations and and they have scholarships and a number of other resources for them to go to college or to get different um, work certifications and, and just in general professional or have the opportunity to attend professional development programs where they could get those uh, tools and, and also uh, meet other Latinas and that could become their mentors and continue to work with them and coach them 
overtime, whether it's about personal issues or professional uh, life, um, those opportunities are really out there. Uh, we Latinas just need to be more active and proactive in going going uh, for them. Absolutely. I love that. So, yeah, right? Aplauso. Oh, I love that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to, to basically wrap that up for someone putting it in a nutshell, number one, right, know who you are. Recognize, look at yourself, girl, I see you, I know what we have going on, right? Secondly, assessing our skills, knowing where we're at, being realistic to maybe where we need to grow and where our strengths are. And third, I got, was to connect with your resources, whether that's conferences, yes, whether take, that's take mentorship. Yes, mm-hmm. take advantage exactly. and connecting with, with other women who are, on the path to you know that you want to be on, I love that very much. So please, right. you you now are developed as leaders. You're teaching others how to be leaders. Tell us what are some of your obstacles that you had to overcome in your early years of leadership. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there were many. Real deal. Yeah, <laughs> there were there like were many. Gritty, right? Well, um, I can give you an uh, I can give you a, uh, an example or two. <laughs> yeah, um, I would love it. Yes, well, I um, English is my second language, and I moved you know from Mexico to the U.S. and um, I did my um, MBA in Texas and started working in corporate America. So I had many challenges. Um, I didn't know the system either. Uh, educational or corporate until I was already in it. So I had to just apply myself and and observe and and also um, take advantage of resources. I was a member of uh, several professional organizations, so I was attending their events and, and really paying attention to what they said about uh, career development, professional development, networking, and some of those concepts were fairly new to me. Um, and as time went on, and I uh, ended up in leadership positions with those organizations, of course, that gave me the opportunity to continue developing communication and leadership skills and, and you know, managing those organizations. Um, so um, I had plenty of obstacles, but... I was driven, I was uh, motivated, and I was resourceful, uh, and I really leveraged those resources out there. And um, so much that, again, I had the opportunity to go through the NHLI Executive Leadership Program, which was another wonderful learning experience. So... um, I can tell you, you know, many other challenges and obstacles that I had, but uh, um, that's just an example of, you know, what we can do or what I did, you know, in in just my personal case, my personal situation. Yeah. And, and I'll give you, I can give two examples as well. Um, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier. I think sometimes we tend to be our own worst enemy. And so... I think I struggle, and I still struggle with it, although you wouldn't know from today, uh, a lack of confidence. 
you know, that, that hesitation, that timidity that says, mm, you know what, I really want to do this, but I don't know if I've got what it takes. Um, and for me, you know, part of it was I, I've, I've learned to surround myself with folks who can be my cheerleaders, but who are also very honest with me. And they hold me accountable too. So, you know, you use them as sounding boards sometimes, but they're also going to be the folks who are going to, you know, really say, okay, well, part of the reason why, you know, you don't trust yourself is because sometimes you don't follow through. So, you know, having folks who will pull my coattail a little bit uh, and hold me accountable has actually helped me with my confidence issues. So, you know, that that hesitation that mm, I don't know if, if, you know, being being 40, 41, and, and applying to be president of this national Latina leadership organization, you know, that was a huge leap. It's a huge leap of faith and, and the best decision I ever made. And uh, really blessed, again, to be in this role. But, you know, if I had listened to that inner voice that said, no, come on, you're too young, you're not, you know, just, you're not ready for this yet, um, that opportunity would have passed me by. And I think we do that for ourselves a lot. I know... Um, a few months ago, I think, uh, Radio Kapiku, you had a presentation on self-sabotage. I, I think that critical voice inside your head is part of the way we self-sabotage because we set ourselves up for failure in a lot of ways by not even taking the chance. Um, so I would definitely say, and I know a lot of women that I talk to, especially the undergrads that I talk to, you know, confidence issues can be a huge stumbling block for us because I think we also struggle with, there's something ingrained in, in our culture that, that a lot of times, you know, we're supposed to be humble, right? We're not supposed to toot our own horn. So you, it's a fine line. It's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. And we yeah. sometimes don't feel comfortable navigating that line because we don't want to come across too much to the extreme. And we have to allow ourselves time to self-promote and to be confident. And I think that's something else that the training within NHOI really gives you because for a lot of the women who come through the program, it's the first time they get a chance to be surrounded by women who are really in a lot of ways just like them and different in other ways, right? And it's the first yeah. time you can actually feel completely safe and comfortable letting your hair down, not needing to, to downplay any aspect of who you are. Um, you know, and, and I have a great deal of, of respect for America in particular because, you know, I've only traveled abroad for school, but, you know, to, to go to a country where the native language is not your dominant language and to be able to build that career and take those risks, I mean, that's something that, you know, is, is so admirable and, and something that I know um, a lot of our women deal with and, and handle it well, you know, and gracefully. And just America is such a great example of what, NHOI produces in terms of uh, the leaders that come through the program. Um, but again, I think that also it all comes back to confidence issues as well. Uh, and we struggle in that area. As Latinas, I see it a lot, uh, very yeah. common. And, you know, that's the one thing. If I had a magic wand and I could take one issue away from the women in our community, it would be the confidence issues. We are all good enough. Yes. Yeah. And it's, I think we have to start owning true. that. That's very true. Acknowledging the fact that we are worthy, acknowledging mm -hmm. the fact that if you find yourself in any position, it's not something strange and wild and abnormal. You're meant to be there because you're there. 
and that right. moment is for you. I love that. I love that. I think that's a very beautiful message. We are all worthy to be there, and yeah. So we are going to close off this segment with all of that delicious information. I'm sure I can feel it through the airways right now that there are women sitting there with their headphones on in their house, and they're like, yes, I get it. I feel, I feel good. I feel it. I feel it over the airwaves. So thank you so much, ladies, for sharing those, that information and that knowledge with us. We're going to go out to some musical messages, and when we come back, we're going to talk to the ladies again about um, the National Ipana Leadership Institute and how they can connect one more time. And then we have a special caller that we're going to be talking to. So we will be right back. Yo, who Great. runs the world? Women. Let's <laughs> women. Oh, yeah. DJ the building. Let's go. 
Welcome back to Radio Capicu. This is Rebecca Hitana Torres, and we have had a most wonderful chat with Anne Marquez and America Baez from the National Hitana Leadership Institute. Yeah. Both George and I want to thank you ladies for being here once again. Thank you. It's been our pleasure. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So for for those of the ladies out there who want to connect again, um, can you give all of the information for NHLI? Yes. Um, our website is uh, nhli.org, and the, confer- the national conference will be in Dallas on September 14 and 15 at the Crown Plaza Hotel. We have a number of sessions on different topics like education, immigration, healthcare, business, diversity and inclusion, uh, professional development, and social media in the Hispanic community. So it's shaping up to be an exciting conference. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes, we invite everyone to attend. <laughs> That's wonderful. So if you can yeah. get there, get there. Absolutely. Yes. And in and addition to that, we will also have the Mujer Award Gala, where we will be honoring several outstanding Latinas. Wow. Yes. Fantastic. And some of our... Some of our prior award winners have included Rosario Dawson, Christina Saralegui, Eva Longoria, uh, Doctora Antonia Pantoja. Uh, so it's a great uh, group of women who get honored each year. Um, and for those of you, if you cannot be in Dallas uh, for our conference, um, you can definitely stay connected with NHLI. We have several social media links. I do want to reiterate again, uh, we are on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash National Hispano Leadership Institute. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at NHLI and on Instagram at NHLI Mujeres. Um, the conference does have a registration fee. Um, regular registration is $375. However, there are government, nonprofit, and student rates available as well. And for those of you in the Dallas-Fort Worth region, if you're really eager on going to the conference, I I always say never let economics stop you. Um, The main telephone number for NHLI is 703-527-6007. And my email address is ann at nhli.org. If you're interested in attending the conference but um, are concerned about the registration fee, please do reach out to me before you completely rule it out. Um, I'm not saying we can give it to you for free, but if there's an opportunity to to have more women participate, please do not let economics be the only reason you don't take advantage of something. Going back to the point you made earlier. Yeah, this is one of those things that, you know, you, you invest some paper, really. It's paper, right? We invest it, but you walk away with invaluable knowledge, information, and inspiration that you can take back to your community, to your daughters, to your nieces, to your classrooms. So Absolutely. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. So um, to conclude this segment, we have a wonderful featured trailblazer. She is on the line, uh, Deborah uh, and George. I would love yes, for you I'm to here. properly introduce this wonderful trailblazer. Oh, my God. Deborah Deras. What can I say about Deborah Deras? Uh, she is an amazing voice, charismatic, engaging. She's full of wisdom. She helps people with practical strategies to help them achieve peak performance in their lives and careers. So I want to properly introduce Deborah Deris, the founder of the Global Latina Summit. 
Welcome, Thank you Deborah. so much. Matito. <laughs> yes. Deborah, what up? I am so excited to be here, and I'm so happy to be listening to the show and hearing about NHLI. They're our partners for the Global Latino Summit. So I, it inspired me to sign up and become a part of the NHLI. After hearing that show, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's the divine right time for me to go. So I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Taking oh, action. I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I'm all about, and moving other people to take action to achieve their visions and their dreams, and that's what the Global Latino Summit is going to do. Yep, and Fantastic. I, I want the reason why I wanted to highlight the Global Latino Summit is because um, Latino Heritage Month is upon us, and Deborah Deris has taken on a very uh, monumental uh, task of securing somebody for every day of the month almost uh, for Latino yes. Heritage Month to be able to share a different topic. So can you talk a little bit about the um, the conference itself and, and, you know, the dynamics around it? Yes. Um, this I, I was so happy to hear the speakers before me, America, talk about you don't always know how you're going to do something, but when you have a vision, you have to take the steps to go through with it. And I've been speaking for about 15 years, and I would meet all of these amazing trailblazers and speakers. I would come home and unpack my suitcase and think, how can I get all of my friends, comadres, familia, to hear these amazing speakers when I know that not everyone has the luxury to be able to go to all these conferences that I was going to? And I said, well, what if I brought all the speakers to them? And we did it online. So nobody would have any excuse. You're already on your computer with it open on a daily basis. Why not, in celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, have a trailblazer each day, not to talk about leadership, but to model it, to inspire you, so that you can take the steps and actions in your own life to be the trailblazer that you already are. So that's what the summit's going to do. It's absolutely free. There's no cost to attend um, because I didn't want any barriers. I didn't want any travel barriers. I didn't want any money barriers. I want people to say yes to becoming the servant leaders. And when I say servant leaders, it's not just for our own moving up the career ladder, but for how we can really create community. And that's why I partnered with the National Hispanic Leadership Institute and 33 other amazing organizations to really be able to collaborate and show how Latinos can work together to have strength and power in numbers. And, and I have to make note that, you know, Sofrito Media Group is one of those partners. Yes, num- of course. We're number 32, <laughs> I think. <laughs> no. a, proud, a proud partner, exactly. And so how it works, it's really simple. Um, and once you go to the website, globallatinosummit.com, register your name and email address, and then you'll get the link to every day starting September 15th through October 15th. We have one trailblazer per day, some days two, amazing people. Um, like I know you know Dr. Angelica Perez of new um, of the Latina Leadership Institute. We have um, Lala Castro, founder of Latina Geeks. We have um, Azucena Maldonado, founder of Latina Golfers, and some other amazing Latinos as well. Um, Manny Luis, founder of Hispanicize. Jesse Martinez, founder of Latino Startup Alliance. And it's just like when you just hear even one of those names, think about having an hour with them to be able to find out what are their success strategies, 
what have been their challenges, how they've overcome it so that you can apply that in your own life. Can you tell I'm excited about this? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's very exciting. It's, it's, it's putting everybody together and being able to just like grasp a lot of knowledge and information in one place. That's fantastic. And it's really in alignment with what you were talking about the last hour because we all have that little voice that says, who am I to do this? And my goal and my intention is after listening to the Global Latino Summit is you're going to say, who am I not to? You know, just Mm -hmm. like them, I have an idea. Just like them, I have a passion to serve my community. And I can follow these steps and be able to have the tools. And people will have the opportunity at the end of the summit to purchase all of the audio recordings and all of the transcripts because, you know, I know not everyone's going to have that hour a day throughout the month and they're not going to want to miss anybody. So I've made that available. And one of the wonderful um, opportunities we have here as well is Casa de la Familia. It's a nonprofit organization that helps victims of crime receive therapy in Espanol. So we are donating um, 10% of all of the proceeds uh, from sponsorship to that organization so that they're going to be able to provide therapy to anyone that comes in their door. So I'm really about um, a cause and having your entrepreneurial efforts but also doing social good in the community. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, Deborah, um, tell us how we can connect with you and your movement. Uh, we are online. We have a Facebook fan page, which is Global Latino Summit. You can also go right directly to the website, www. Global Latino Summit. My name is Deborah Darris, D-E-B-O-R-A-H-D-E-R-A-S, and I dare you all to register today. <laughs> Don't be a manana wana and wait till tomorrow. Uh, get on your computer. <laughs> I'm funny. Uh, Get on your computer because I like to have fun. I put the fun in fundraising, I say. Um, Get on your computer and right away, www, Global Latino Summit. We have already 450 people registered, and my goal is to have 3,000. My goal is to have a million. I mean, why not get information to empower us? We will spend time watching a day of football. No offense to football football watchers. We will spend time watching World Cup. But what about our own personal growth and development? It's an hour a day to transform your life to be an even greater and more expansive servant leader, grow in your career, grow in your business, and inspire others. Absolutely. 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 I love it. Guys, ladies, uh uh-huh. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to urge everybody. I'm sorry. I just wanted to urge everybody real quick. You heard what she said, right? Sign up right now. Go get it right now. You need it right now. Okay, George, you can go. <laughs> no, I just I just want to say that I um I met Deborah in 2012, and she pretty much told me exactly what she was going to do two yeah. years ago, and I'm so incredibly proud of her because she's making it happen. She's built the bridges necessary. She's gotten the right mix of people involved. And I just want to say, Deborah, I'm so incredibly proud proud of you. You you inspire me in ways beyond measure. I tell you this all the time off the air, but I'm telling you now on the air as a matter of record, I respect you. I love your grind. I love your energy. And you will always be an admana. You always have this platform available to you for anything that you do. So I just want you to be aware of that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, Deborah. so before we go out with this segment, I would love for you to give a little nugget of wisdom for your hermanas listening right now who are getting inspired with all of this leadership talk. 
Yes. One of the speakers, I mean, all of the speakers inspired me. One of them particularly, Jesse Martinez, he said, everybody is talking about the Latino numbers and how, you know, we have all of this power and how we're a trillion-dollar market. But we are not only consumers. He says, I want the people to know that we are creators, that we are visionaries, that we are philanthropists, that we are entrepreneurs, and that they see the Latino community in a different way as a result of this summit, that we're not just purchasers, consumers, Mm. but we are visionaries, philanthropists, and co-creators, and we are going to leave our mark, and we are going to take everyone in our community and in the world with us through our lead. Wow. Yes. by the way, so I feel at home when I'm on this show. I'm getting back to my roots. <laughs> yeah, I love I, I it. Do, you are at home. I do have to say that the next song that we're going to be playing is totally aligned with her spirit. Oh, good. Let's do so, it. Let's do it? All right. Yeah, let's Thank do it. Thank you so much, you guys. I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. Fantastic You're chatting, Deborah. Okay, bye. Deborah, this bye. is for you. Thank you.
Welcome back to Radio Capicu, the female Latina leadership takeover was this show. Right, George? Yep, absolutely. I am like, I like so it. excited, so excited and so inspired. And this is like setting us up for an amazing week that we have coming up for the National Ifana Leadership Institute, where George and I will be there bringing you the goodness. Tell us about that, George. Okay, so I just want to let everybody know that the Executive Leadership Conference and Mujer Awards is happening this September 14th and 15th in the Crown Plaza Hotel in Dallas, Texas. Uh, NHLI, obviously the sponsor. They've been championing trailblazers since 1987. We are going to be doing full coverage, and we're going to be using the Capicu Culture Twitter and Instagram, as well as the Daily Sofrito Twitter account to uh, update you on what's going on at the conference. We have a couple of ladies, uh, including Rebecca, uh, covering, and they're going to be bringing you, like, just nuggets of information here and there, pictures, video, a little bit of everything. And we're going to be covering this live, so you're going to get this in real time, and uh, you'll be able to connect with us. And, you know, if you really, really, really want to stay connected to us, we will provide also a page for you to be able to follow all the updates uh, of the NHLI. The hashtag is trailblazing14. Trailblazing14 is the hashtag to follow. So no matter what platform you're on, whether you're on Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you'll be able to get all the information pretty much uh, that we have to offer. So it's going to be a great week. I'm going to be doing some personal development, staff development with NHLI behind the scenes. Rebecca's going to be doing reporting. We also have Kat Lahara, who's going to be working Mm -hmm. with logistics, and, uh, and it's going to be a great time. I'm really excited about this project. I'm going to be bringing you the leadership goodness live. So be be in tune for inspiration, be in tune for ideas, be in tune for the knowledge that I'm going to hear. I'm going to be grasping it all for you and giving it back. So I'm so excited for that. Very, very excited. Yeah. And we have some shout-outs, right, George? Oh, we have plenty of shout-outs. Oh, my God. We could do a whole show of shout-outs right now. Um, So... (laughs) So it's funny because we've been talking about empowerment and leadership, this, and that's been the theme of the last couple of weeks. Um, Rebecca, you know this, and some people already know this if they follow me on Facebook and Twitter, but I have recently decided to go full-time as a quote-unquote influencer, speaker, and social strategist. So I'm doing this full-time for the last eight weeks, and I've been all over the place. I've been in Texas. Yeah. I've been in Philly. I, it's been awesome. Um, but I want to shout out Strayer University. Uh, we were at the People in Espanol Festival in San Antonio. Um, I want to give a shout out to Best Western and Toyota for sponsoring a special trip for me to travel throughout Texas and get to know Texas in a more intimate way from a cultural perspective. I also want to give a shout out to Black Girls Code and my team, my new team at the Latino Startup Alliance, as I am the new director. Uh, for the Latino Startup Alliance New York chapter. And like I said, we held our event yesterday at Google, which was a huge success. So shout out to Google for hosting us. I mean, I can go on and on. Shout out to Hispanicize for bringing Latino Startup Alliance to my table. You know, they were the ones that really um, uh, made me interested in in entering the tech sector and really uh, creating this community that we had started building yesterday. Um, Really quick, if you're interested in, uh, if you're a parent and you're interested in getting technology resources for your child, Hit me up on Facebook, Urban Hibaro. Um, we have a special group for parents who love kids, who love tech. And that, that was oh. born out of a discussion that we had yesterday with the parents that were at the Google sessions for their kids. 
um, they actually requested that we have a platform for us to share information with each other. Uh, so we created that this morning, and that's already launched. We already have about 10 or 15 members in there. Um, so if you want to join that, it's parents who love children. Who, uh, I'm sorry, parents who love kids who love tech. So that love is it. my shout out. Shout out to my family for putting up with my crazy travel schedule and Rebecca for, uh, for taking over my show on a moment's notice and, um, and, and doing a huge, great job. I'm doing it. So you deserve, like, the hugest. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right here, right here. Here we go. <laughs> I love it. I, I openly accept that applause. Thank you. Thank That's you, too, you, George, you. so much for sharing opportunity. I think that's, like, one of the major uh, ways that we can bless one another is by sharing opportunity and, and recognizing one another and our talents, gifts, and abilities. So I thank you as well. And um, thank you so much for letting me host Radio Kapiku. This is a very big honor. Thank you so much, everyone out there who's been joining us today. And if you want to find out more about me, uh, Rebecca, be sure to find me at lifestyleremix.com. Besides radio and media interviews, I remix the way that people live. And I do that in some really interesting ways. And I create lots of things that I hope that will inspire you to remix the way that you are living. So check me out, lifestyleremix.com, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at lifestyle underscore remix. And to all of my sisters out there who heard today's show, if you heard this show today, this message is for you. This is the universe telling you, reminding you about who you are, and about your purpose here on this planet. So much love, and we will see each other soon. So, Absolutely. Signing off here. Uh, one yes, last Radio thing. I am Go so ahead. sorry. I have one last thing because, like I said, I had a lot of shout-outs, so I don't want to make sure I don't forget anything. Um, Kapiku Open Mic is actually hosting a special back-to-school drive with X-Mental, uh, hosted by Papu Swiggity and Tattoo from the X-Men. That's Friday, September 12th from 7 to 11 p.m. Also, uh, besides actually, you know, having a great show, we're going to be collecting um, school supplies. So if you want to donate anything, you could drop them off at the Evil Olive Pizza Bar at 198 Union Avenue. Shout out to them. They just won the Hungry Investor Challenge on John Taffer's new show on Spike TV. We were there. We were in the building. And Gapiku have product placement throughout that show. So that was really dope. Um, The other thing, too, is La Sopa. Our School of Poetic Arts is now enrolling people, so if you're interested in finding out more about SOPA and how you could become a poet or enhance your current poetic skills, you could uh, sign up by just going to facebook.com slash culture and connecting with Papo Swiggity, our uh, co-founder and host, and uh, he will put you on, on, on to how you could actually uh, get enrolled in our new Kapiku School of Poetic Arts, a.k.a. La SOPA, that's happening at Boricua College in Bushwick, Brooklyn. All right, and with that said, this is the time, and I don't know if you know this, Rebecca, we have a special way we say goodbye. We do. Yep, and I'm looking for that. Let's do it. Teach it to me. All right. This is the outro. You ready? You ready? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
<laughs> Good night, everybody. Slavic. Buenas noches. We'll see you next time. Yeah.